fed up with the current state of wrestling? Our hosts discuss things from the wrestling archives and enter the ring for WrestleShock. Now, join Alan Price and Chris Vint for their commentary. Welcome to episode 19 of WrestleShock. Now sometimes I sit and I do reviews by myself, but I'm joined today by two clampets, I mean two guests, um, to help me review a year in uh, re- professional wrestling, as I stumble over my words because they're both staring at me. <laughs> and uh, Just about get his words out. Yes, so that voice is Mr. Chris Hill, so hello Chris. Hi, how are you doing? And welcome back to WrestleShock. Thank you, is this my second time now? Second or third. Second or third, well. I would say it's a privilege to be here, but then I'm not a liar, so... No, it is. It is. <laughs> Another one is a voice you will be familiar with, which is Alan Price. Hi, Alan. Hello, Christopher. Yeah, so we're on my show, not yours, so, you know... So just be- who, who, who pays for the Podbean account? Uh, that, is, uh, um, um, that is neither here nor there. Yeah, so uh, yeah. Just so you, legally just speaking, you would say uh, <laughs> GW Price probably has in, 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 in court, <laughs> even though I have in the copyright copyright Alan Price. And don't get a lawyer, Chris. So I, what I say goes. I pay. So <laughs> so I hope you enjoyed this episode of Wrestling <laughs> and uh, I own everything. Um, okay. <laughs> I'm going to kill what I created. <laughs> Inject it with poison. Inject it with That's poison. That's why he's here. That's why I'm here. <laughs> so, yes, yeah, so what we're going to do is we've looked back in many a year of professional wrestling. And this year we're going to t- look back at 2005 um, year from, obviously, the Royal Rumble to Armageddon. From New Year's no, Revolution. New Year's Revolution. Now, we're going to skip that. No, we're not. No, we're not. Because no, he has his... Favourite match no, of the year on the that? car? No, I said Royal Rumble. My show shall. You botched, is what you mean. Don't worry, we're here to correct you. As owner, I say we do New Year's <laughs> Revolution. Okay, Trump. <laughs> money! Right. Let's have a bit of decorum. <laughs> yeah, let's see how long this lasts. We need to bring him to record this more. He gets us to calm down. He does. Shh. And we'll relax. We'll see how it goes. So, right. yes, New Year's Revolution. Stop trying to go for food. <laughs> uh, this was in Puerto Rico. I completely did not realize this. This is the only event San that I've ever done there. San Juan. Well, it says Coliseo de Puerto Rico. Puerto well, Rico. The here, San Juan. San Juan. San Juan. The uh, San Juan. colons would be happy. Eugenio. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Apparently, still. Um, <laughs> uh, tag team title match: Champs Eugene and William Regal <laughs> versus. Christian and Tyson Tomko. Problem solver, he was always good at algebra, so he was. Yeah, and then he went and got a uh, 
starring role in that Girl Next Door program as like the boyfriend of a porn star. I'll just have to take your word for it. <laughs> I don't remember anything. Have you never about watched that? that movie? Very good movie. Hmm. No, I just remember him being in TNA and then going back to WWE and then ever actually getting back and then going back to TNA and I've never seen him since. I don't know if he's actually still alive at this point. Oh, he's like the he's cool. like the Perry Saturn of this generation. That's that's a bit rough. It is, but Perry Saturn. Apparently, Perry Saturn's getting involved with NXT or something as well. You remember he did a Q and A. He did a Q and A on Twitter recently, so he was is moppy with him. <laughs> <laughs> that always reminded me of Wilson in Castaway. <laughs> Wilson, moppy. <laughs> was moppy not around before Castaway though? Yep. So Castaway could have technically copied Moppy. Mm. <laughs> Love the way we're debating this already. <laughs> it doesn't even have to do with the match. No, see, you, <laughs> have, to, you have to realise this, Chris, is this is what happens on these shows, mm. is we aim to talk about a certain you know, item on the agenda, and we go off on a 20-minute rant elsewhere. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Something it does, it breaks down. <laughs> but... Um, you always had to enjoy matches with you, Dean, did you not? He always put a smile on your face, if nothing else. No, I, I prefer when he was like the he was with Evolution, and then he was conducting meetings in like the Bouncy Castle. <laughs> I remember that. And he was Eric Bischoff's nephew, wasn't yes. he? Yeah. Mm. Uncle Eric. I still think my favorite Eugene moment, and I know it is quite cruel, but it's when he came out of ECW One Night Stand and got the whole hell and the whole crowd just tore. Into him. Didn't he get beat up though badly? No. Ah, he got beat up by Sandman. Yeah. So he did. He was going like, you know, can I read you a poem? And he goes to read them a poem and stuff. And the crowd's just tearing into him. And then Sandman's music hits, and he just destroys him basically. That was a cool moment, even though it has nothing to do with New Year's Revelation. Although I would say this kind of match was more his level than you know facing Triple H at SummerSlam and (laughs) high-profile singles matches. But per regal, though. Yeah, per regal. What 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 did Regal ever do in his life to deserve this? Sorry, well, if you've read his autobiography, you no, know no. what he's done, but he not really deserved being lumbered with Eugene. I suppose he has had though quite a lot of humiliation over his time, though. Yeah. Yeah. Wasn't he the first kiss my ass? Remember, he yeah. was up there. Yeah. He was yes, no, he along was, with was, Jr. That was after Survivor Series two thousand one. Uh, yeah. That was, was that's whenever the whole rebellion sort of. Nah, that's whenever Heyman got fired. But anyway, we've. Er, probably rambled for about 10 minutes and I haven't even discussed we actually won the match <laughs> well it's the champs retained brilliant so, so yeah Eugene hit them with a stunner or something <laughs> stunner um, anyway a more interesting match next was Trish Stratus versus oh, Lita for the women's title thank goodness there was a half decent match after that I think also though at this point is this the match where Lita tore her ACL or did her knee in or something at this point might have been injury, I think right? I think it's this around happened. that sort of time frame yep she got badly injured here she did yes, a spot she jumped off the was the, Wrestlemania the side 21 um, uh, Trish versus Christy and Christy was trained by Lita and Lita had the knee brace yes, on that's right so this is where all that happened yeah and the match was cut short if memory serves the X thrown up correct yeah but um Trish retained. Was it Lita's ex or Trish Stratus ex that was held up? Triple X. Oh, oh God. <laughs> but Trish retained the women's title. After that, we had the IC title, which was champion Shelton Benjamin <laughs> facing off against Maven, not oh, once but twice. Oh, I thought you would have went. That's his little intro. Couldn't bring myself to do it. Mr. Eyebrow Man, not once but twice. Yes. But thrice. 
There you are now. But, yeah. Double uh, excitement. Yeah, man. The action is memorable. Um, <laughs> Moving on. I actually, honestly, I honestly can't believe Maven was still part of the company in 2005. I think this was probably his last match, though. His last, like... Maybe that sort of time of year, their New Year's releases, you'd be about right, I'd say. <laughs> Maven was a heel at this point, if I remember yeah, correctly. Yeah, once, once Maven went heel and teamed up with Simon Dean, that was the end of it for him. <laughs> <laughs> that was signal the end of anyone's career teaming up with Don. With Hollywood Nova as a fitness <laughs> expert. Sorry, you might have to explain to American viewers what that means. American viewers and then... Listeners. Listeners. Sorry, I'm a YouTube guy, I'm used to people watching me. Listeners. <laughs> uh, are you not explaining that, sorry? I missed Dawn it. just means that person. Oh, right, Dawn okay. just means that. <laughs> but Shelton Benjamin beat Maven up twice, so um, nothing overly memorable for Maven there. Uh, beat the eyebrows off his face. Muhammad Hassan in his debut. Wow, so it was, a very, it was a very short stint for him then, wasn't it? <laughs> Muhammad Hassan <laughs> yeah. facing off against Jerry Lawler. Muhammad Hassan picking up the victory. Yeah. I remember all that thing to do with that for the mm. London bombing, and then the that was the whole. That was why it was probably canned so quick. Because wasn't yeah. that that was the one where it was not on SmackDown? Whoever it was that he beat up or something got carried out. Was, was it Taker? Yeah. Got carried out by kind of just a whole trip of guys dressed up in the gear and yeah. likes, of, and then they had to cut that because. No, that I don't think that. I think they showed in America, but they didn't show it over here. I know that's what I'm saying. It was cut yeah. for definitely cut for the UK, yeah. um, but that basically just signalled the end to him completely. Yep. Just bad timing, really. Completely bad timing, like which but he actually was a half decent character. I thought it was, but it completely just it completely killed any chance he had as a career. Hmm. Um, f- weird that Sean Devary stuck around yeah even though he'd been his manager you would have thought I think because he wasn't would have been directly involved he in was this, you know what I mean? uh, he was primarily the main manager. culprit was Hassan was yeah, he was yeah. True. but Hassan beat Jerry Lawler because obviously you're not going to make him lose on his debut um, especially to Jerry Lawler speaking of speaking of talks to him coming back uh, at the end of this month who Jerry Lawler another match I wouldn't risk it if I was him. Like, mind, he's probably been doing matches more on the independent scene yeah. again, as always, because he always does wee matches. And I think in it is Memphis. actually meant to be an independent appearance. I don't is think it for WWE? Is it? Mm-hmm. I know he does. I know he's done some stuff at like uh, NBA games and all that, um, where he's like uh, pile drive the mascot and <laughs> stuff like that. <laughs> I, have, I have a video of it where he actually just like kicks the guy in the gut and lifts him up and pile drives him on the court. Um, Fair enough. Don't try this at home, Lawler. <laughs> I know it's, he's setting a good example. Mm-hmm. Well, actually, when has Lawler ever set a good example? Yeah. Because he said on Raw, you know, please let me, you know, excuse what I say during this match when the Divas came out. Um, it's getting a bit old for that now. Though. <laughs> I know. Old meaning old. Him and JBL have a bit of larfing back and forth between themselves. I mean, laughing. The <laughs> <laughs> but uh, next up. Oh, the match! Yes, the match of the night was yeah. Kane versus it wasn't my fault. Gene Snitsky. Care to tell the people why oh, this uh, match was a modern day classic? I'll tell you that much right <laughs> off the bat. So I saw somebody uh, brings humor into the show. Uh, yes, Kane had returned. How dare you say I didn't bring humor into the show? Um, yes, Kane had returned from being out for a few months. Um, Taboo Tuesday, two thousand and four, I believe, is where he had faced Snitsky um, in a chain match. It might have been. Um, but anyway, since he ended up crushing Kane's throat, basically, which was him written out of the storylines for 
the purposes of filming Seen No Evil at the time. So here at New Year's Revolution, he returned to take on and indeed beat Snitsky. So he, uh, he beat somebody. He beat somebody. Yes, believe it or not. He was only away for a month. Tabby shoes. He was like November, November time, yeah. so he healed yeah. pretty quick. You don't do and, that. Uh, no. Not good by racing, Jesus. <laughs> he just he just nipped down to hell quickly and got just, a wee bit of a repair. Yeah, a short journey to hell, but yeah, he won with the tombstone, I believe. So, oh. yes, nice and different. Indeed. You know, I have never actually seen Seen No Evil yet. It's a good movie. I think the reason why I, I think, say I think it's maybe because I'm not an overly big horror yeah, person, and that's why I would say that it's actually probably one of the better ones they've done because by horror movie standards they're not that high anyway. So if well, you actually watch it, Bruce Clay. I know it's, it's actually just, getting good reviews. They've, they've been hold, but they've been they've been holding that off. That was filmed like I think yeah. when he first came into the company when he was still like an NXT, he went and filmed that. Yeah, and I think the whole plan was remember we were all to expect, bring him in as a monster. Was coming in, yeah. Yeah. was he was going to be the monster bad guy, and, we, and then we certainly didn't get what we expected. That was for sure. And then we got this. Dance, we've got this dancing dinosaur, so and some sweet uh, hot beverage uh, with the Funkadactyls. Next up's the pool chi- poolside chicken fight. What so it says here? Poolside chicken fight. Isn't on my list. So go do explain. Oh, Christy, some Poolside chicken fight. Area. Basically, just featured Christy Hemi and Stacey Keebler getting it on in a pool. Nice on each other's shoulders. I remember, and then they were pushing each other off. <laughs> So you've got a nice looking redhead. I think actually someone, someone did the legs. doomsday device in that match into the water. <laughs> that would have been awesome. <laughs> uh, so it might actually be worth checking out. If what's, the, what's, the, what's the chickens to do with? It's just that's what they call that. You know, like oh, right, okay. the thing is to, the chicken is to see. I thought there was. I can't remember this paper you see. So I was just. By the way, is, my there, is there like is there like a pool like a paddling pool and there's like chickens it's walking around them outside in their hotel swimming pool? Very nice. Because they're in Puerto Rico, so they're outside and what have you. I like the sound of this. Yeah. Bueno. Um, main, <laughs> main event. <laughs> Elimination Chamber uh, for the vacant World Heavyweight Championship, which was Triple H versus Randy Borton versus the Animal Batista versus Y2J Chris Jericho versus <laughs> moi, um, and Edge. I think it's also Radar fair to point out Orton wasn't actually a board at this point. No. He was on chubby. his rise to the <laughs> top, chubby. so to speak. Wasn't this the one where for they were all still part of Evolution and Eith. Orton, Orton got pinned and Triple H was no, in the corner? Orton had been banned from Evolution at this point. Was oh, this right. after? Because 2004 is where he won the title. Oh, yes, sorry, yeah. Because oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. we've still got Crispin. Yeah. Next night on Raws, where they basically banished him from Evolution. The thumbs yeah, up, thumbs, thumbs down. down. But this is the match where people thought that Orton was going to go on and face trips at Mania, but that didn't happen because mm-hmm. uh, Batista kind of the crowd seemed to get behind him more at this point. So yeah. they kind of I just said, they uh, uh, turned direction rumble. basically and went with. I, I, I love this. I love this area. This area. This area. This area. <laughs> the flowers. He's um, <laughs> This era for Batista because he was, as his name described, an animal. Um, you were a big fan of Batista. I, I was really a big fan of Batista around this time period because seeing that it was going to build up to him being let loose on his own, I was just like, "This is going to be." I think he worked good. better as a face rather than Orton because Orton's oh, yeah. face turn lasted about a month. It was too and quick. Then, yeah. yeah, people. You know, People rather than letting the fans them. catch yeah. on and decide. But I was getting, I was getting really excited at this oh. moment in time. Um, with Batista looking like he was going to go out on his own because it was like this sort of like last two years were not boring for me but annoying in the sense of because this was the time period that Triple H literally dominated the world heavyweight title oh yeah there was 
numerous people that could have been, the, you know, held that belt. Kane for one, RVD for another, Booker T for another. Like those three could have easily had Reigns with the belt at that point, but he squashed them all. I think one of the only times during that sort of era, bar Randy Orton and all that sort of stuff in Benoit. Oh, I've said his name. No. <laughs> oh, edit. Um, no, we can let it slide. Um, I think the only other time that he didn't have the belt was when he got the film Blade. Yeah. And even yeah. then, he wasn't gone for long. So that, was, that, like, was, that was the time that you got really sick of Triple H always having yes. the belt. Yeah, and it was really sick of him. Kind of, kind of the way it ended up with Cena for that time when he had the belt for over, over yeah. a year, basically. Yeah. Everybody was like, oh, let it go. But I think it was. I think it was worse with Triple H because he was this he was a very annoying heel yeah. he really, and he seemed he really to dominate like all the main everybody. segments as well in the show like the opening promo the ending segment the middle segment he had, it, he had it all and this is when dirt sheets were really hitting their stride as well and you were just reading that he was using backstage politics yeah. and you were just getting fed up just like you know give some other guys opportunities exactly. but you just got the feeling that he was holding a lot of people down at that time but luckily as we see evolution, evolution was for his two pet projects <laughs> Evolution was for his two pet projects Randy and Batista and so we make way for that anyway but Triple H won the Elimination Chamber so boo um, but uh, after that we have the Royal Rumble in the Sea of Martyrina very interesting name uh, in Fresno, California on the 30th of January first match was Edge versus Shawn Michaels yeah. Great match, remember? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, it was a very good match. Edge, that's when he used the uh, that submission that he introduced the at edu- that time. Execution. Yeah. Is execution not the? That's the DDT, DDT thing. Or is it the edu- it Is it the educator? I'm not sure what it was called, but it was like a half. It was. I always educator. described it as like a reverse sharpshooter. Yeah. Yeah. He would like get them yeah. around like sharpshooter. Never and turn. Yes. I think educator was something he did with a chair to take the Mickey out of RVD. It had edge in it somewhere. <laughs> So Either way, though, uh, kind of he debuted around that time. I, it was I remember. this sort of time, yeah. and uh, yeah. And they both were in the Royal Rumble anyway after yep. this match. I think that's probably why they went on first. But um, we then had a even more interesting match, which was a casket match between the Undertaker and Hayden. Hayden, right? Do you remember the the segment between Hayden and Snitsky wherever Hayden oh, no. <laughs> was like, "I don't like Kath." People like I don't like them either. People like I like Eugene. I like you, John. And then you're like, okay, this is. Weird. It was one of those kind of things where they kind of Slowly understood back each out other. Of the room, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Back out of the room, please. Yeah, please. Like Billy, Billy and Chuck moment. Can I just point out as well that Kane made a cameo during this match? He was hiding in the casket from whenever Snitsy came out to try and help Heidenreich. He, he just remembers everything like a photograph <laughs> in the ancestry. Yeah, it is uh, much. Just wanted to get that out there for the Canaanites that may be listening. <laughs> I know there's a lot out there. You're listening to this? <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, but anyway, uh, WWE title match champion JBL uh, versus Kurt Angle <laughs> and the Big Show. All I can think of whenever I, I hear Kurt Angle the Big Show is the is it a dart? Yeah. <laughs> and then he's, his head. And then he's like, <laughs> yes. and then that's on a DVD, I think. Yeah. That image of Kurt just holding Big Show's limp head. Mm-hmm. Yeah. One of one of my one of my favorite moments when JBL was in the main event was. Do you remember the when he got like drugged? 
mm-hmm. and the dinosaur yes, and, the dinosaur, and, and the, the dinosaur in the ring and his pink undies I remember that and he's just talking about that's underwear briefs <laughs> and like and like beating up <laughs> like Godzilla effectively and it's just I think like, I had that Godzilla you could get it in the early learning centre at the time <laughs> that's Chris was in the early learning centre a lot back in the day what age would I have been then I wasn't that young to justify having a blow up dinosaur probably but you'd, you'd been 15 I suppose <laughs> well not ask what you were using that for say hi say hi can I have a dinosaur <laughs> uh, Eugene I walks th- into early learning I center. support Keen so can I have a dinosaur uh, uh, you've walked into that one uh, let's just forget about that but, uh, <laughs> but uh, Jiggly Boobs won that oh. so he did uh, Jiggly Boobs Layfield um, and he's really good at signing uh, magazines eh Alan he signed mine perfectly fine. <laughs> he wasn't not like that one, man. Don't get me started. It was over like the green or it's something. Over the green. He signed it over the black. It's a joke. It was perfect. <laughs> Rant. <laughs> Edit. <laughs> but what was the annoying thing about that was is that we came so close to being fine. Like we were six peoples away. Six people. Six people. <laughs> uh, away from. <laughs> You'll get into him and then they go, no pictures, no nothing, and then start rushing everybody. Too many people. (laughs) Too too many lives. We've lost Uh, him. Um, But to be that close to being able to get like a picture and everything, mm -hmm. and then them just go, no, no more pictures, you have to get rushed through. It's like, at least he did wish us to, you know, well and enjoy the show the next night, so at least he was polite. But he still has jiggly boobs. <laughs> he just got signed for a trap. <laughs> yeah, you did well, mate. Still All you have to do was sign three letters. It's not Jeff, hard. Jibble. Jibble. Jiggly. World Heavyweight Title Triple H versus Randy Orton. Triple H beating Randy Orton. Not much more to really say there. Better um, match in WrestleMania 25, anyway. Although, mm. t- saying that, they fought each other quite a lot around this time, and yeah. none of their matches, you know, in my opinion, stand out as memorable no, or none classics. None of their matches ever have ever. Yeah, they've been. never really had any kind of chemistry that no. you could. And even at WrestleMania 25, that was just yep. dire. That they had something that they were trying to do, and then obviously with um, they realized it was a case of it was the polar opposite. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, like the they had a, they had a barn and brilliant right? matches, didn't they? Yeah. they did. They had really good matches. As and we'll of course, see. Then we had the Royal Rumble match oh. to round out the night. <laughs> oh, this was funny. Oh, uh, <laughs> funny for so many reasons. <laughs> Probably all the wrong. Apparently, as we know, the finish was not meant to happen as it did. Um, it, Batista was meant to be clear winner, but th- he made a horlicks of that, and they yeah. both went over at the same time. He is an extremely lucky man that they landed virtually at the exact same second. Because you, could you imagine if his momentum had taken him just a, you know an inch further? Yeah, he'd have been absolutely. He'd have just screwed himself over basically from going to WrestleMania because they wouldn't have been able to find an excuse to. You know, no. say, oh, John, you're not. They probably would have done like a match on the next Raw or something. It was like putting It'd the match bit, on the line. Considering Cena was their other guy, that would have. Yeah, really although bad. they did do it this year with them, Cena, and I put it on the line. Yeah, yeah. The I would imagine Mysterio and uh, Orton. Had they really wanted it to be Batista, they, they probably have, would have done something like if that. If they were that desperate, it still would have been a complete, you know, the wrong Four way minutes. to go about yeah. doing it. But nonetheless, they both went over the top rope, landed on the mat at the same time. 
and the referees bought some time by arguing over saying no John Cena won no Batista won and then they all <laughs> storming down to the ring whipping the jacket <laughs> off throwing it to the ground setting himself up for a spectacular st- fail making a beeline for the ring <laughs> slides into the ring and Ooh. good dunk both knees Ooh. into the edge of the ring tearing both his quadriceps I mean how does it's, it is sorry it is cruel but when you, you watch it back it's more years, the point of whenever he goes to stand goes up and can't and then just falls in his arse yeah and he just goes I'm going to sit in the corner oh, what the hell is going on here? he starts waving his arms uh, I'm sure he was in agony at that point I know you could, but you could tell in his face like he was trying to maintain character and like look angry but you could just see in his eyes like oh my and god and I think it's fair to say the others did very well not to laugh oh yeah. I yeah and the commentators as well but yeah for him to as well walk backstage under his own power and you're actually forgetting that no. one big thing about this Royal Rumble was the debut of Daniel Pewter Cricket's chair. I forgot that for a reason I think <laughs> I, I hear I hear crickets in the background but um, probably louder than Daniel Pewter another thing about Vince though he returned in double the time at Triple H yeah because he says mean? that in his DVD sorry half the time yeah and he, he says said, that in his DVD so yeah. like always you know say that to him to wind them up yeah but no you do have to give that to him completely and to go backstage under his own speed like yeah so. but back speed uh, yeah and then he said I'm fine and then fell he over. walked like two steps and then fell over and Stephanie said he's she's never heard her father scream like that before so I must say a lot for his marriage but I, I, I have heard him scream like that before when uh, uh, not, he's not getting on, his hair shaved not by on Donald ah! <laughs> <laughs> not on purpose <laughs> not on purpose getting your hair head shaved I'd say it wouldn't be far off that though I'm sure he screamed. He screamed quite a bit during that thing with Don Marie. He did remember. Or the X. Yeah. Damn the X. But anyway, after that, oh, I completely forget. This is when we still had the brand extension. Um, what well, actually meant something? Yeah. So we had No Way Out, which was SmackDown exclusive. In no the, place to run, nowhere to hide. In the Mellon Arena in. Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Oh, wow, it actually has a thing here saying WWE has created a sadistic structure designed solely for torment, unlike any other before. Two men trapped in a steel prison, wrapped in flesh, ripping barbed wire. <laughs> Only one man will make it out. WWE champion steel, John Bradshaw Layfield, himself at 470 pound big show battle in the first ever barbed wire steel cage match. Once inside, there's literally no way out. 2005. Well, hey. Um, tag team title match oh, Eddie Guerrero and oh, no, Ray Ray Mysterio oh, yeah. versus the Basham brothers for the tag titles don't, again. Don't, don't, uh, <laughs> don't everybody jump at once I think it's just because none of us actually remember it but no I always remember Eddie and Ray oh yeah they, they were a great team, team yeah. but the Bashams yeah. are instantly forgettable was this when was this when um, Chavo was out injured I have a funny feeling. This is whenever they kind of have a bit of their teaming together, but they kind of don't see eye to eye. You know, like is Eddie, it that? No, because I remember. I remember there was those, the, sure, those two have a match at WrestleMania together, right? No, it's just I remember. You know, Eddie and Chavo teaming. Then he did get injured at one point, went away, and then Chavo comes back when he's in like a, par- a car park brawl, I think, with JBL at some mm. stage, and then the team again, and then they had the falling out. I can't remember exactly. Because around SummerSlam, I think, that they have the custody of Dominic on a pole match or whatever it was. That was no 6 though, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. 
that was a whole other year to go. Completely. Sweets. No, mm. wouldn't it have been? And wouldn't it be 06 Eddie dies in 05? Of course. Which is true. Forget every single thing that I just said. (laughs) (laughs) Photographic memory, my whole. It's not regarding Kane, though, that's why. I'm the Kane historian, (laughs) so forgive me. (laughs) But Eddie Guerrero and Rey Mysterio won the tag team titles. Yay! Um, Booker T versus Heidenreich. He beat Heidenreich by DQ. Enough said about that. Oh my god, six man. Godlet match. (laughs) See, there's Shavo there. Godlet match for the Cruiserweight title. It must be after them. Um, Gauntlet match for the Cruiserweight title Chavo Guerrero Funaki Spike Dudley Paul London Akio and Shannon Moore and uh, Chavo Guerrero the lamb effers <laughs> Chavo Guerrero came out victorious in that winning the Cruiserweight title again enough said that about the better <laughs> and another match enough said the better you could, say that, you could say that we've really got a really really big rundown of 2005 for no way out especially uh, The Undertaker beat Luther Reigns another guy that had literally no major run at all it does go to show though what is it with guys that go and they push them and push them then the face Undertaker and then just go yeah. bye That's more it. like Mordecai yes yeah. he was basically a one pay per view deal I think <laughs> he was dreadful no he fought Scotty T. Hardy as well wow. But they were, just, and they were planning to bring Mordecai back as well at some point. But does it just go to show the difference between No Way Out now, our Elimination Chamber as it now is, yeah. as it stands today, and how important it is in the build-up to WrestleMania oh, compared yeah, to totally. like of this, where this would almost be described largely as a throwaway totally. kind of totally. event. It's and totally you know, that's the final stop before WrestleMania 21 right, at this, this point. Because this is the thing, you know, this, this is your last pay-per-view before your big show, your WrestleMania and it's a brand exclusive Yeah, you would think the pay-per-view that you would want before WrestleMania you would have both, both rosters yeah. on it to, you know, at you least should have actually had that before Royal Rumble and then had Royal Rumble yeah before it that. makes sense but uh, number one contenders tournament um, this is for the title shot at WrestleMania for the WWE title and John Cena beat Kurt Angle to face off against JBL at WrestleMania 21. Please just spoil the JBL these big show. Whoopsies! Jiggly boobs. Barbar Steel Cage match, WWE title, JBL beat Big Shooter in the title. Really, could you expect anything less? Like Big Show in a Steel Cage barbed wire match, that's just bad. Yeah, Big Show and. Does anyone remember how that actually went down though? How he beat him? Was it by pin? Well, or was the cabinet involved? Oh. OJ OJ I don't know why I went into James from Pokemon's voice Um, well the front cover of that has him climbing over the top of it so unless that's the way I just can't remember whether he actually escaped or whether he pinned him I'm not sure close out from hell Vento's favourite finishing manoeuvre it's one of my favourite finishes especially when it's uh, Heath Slater put on Heath Slater yeah yep Anyway, WrestleMania 21 the from the Staples Center in Los Angeles, California on the 30th of the 4th. 30th of April. That's late. No, it's the 30th April on. 30th April? Well, yes. According to where I'm reading it from, it's the 30th. Well, it says here the 3rd of April. Sunday is April 3rd, 2005. Someone's typed it wrong. Someone's botching my car. Someone's <laughs> botching dates in front of me. But what is it with the Staples Centre? I'm sorry, I want to get, get a wee, get ma- I get a wee so rant out of the way here. 
Staples Centre gets far too much because how many years in a row now has it got SummerSlam at least five mm. at least five in a row and then it had WrestleMania is it as many 21 as well? I do think it's I thought it was about three no I think it's at least four before I know they have a deal with them though don't they yeah it effectively is a deal it's like yeah you come here every year but that ruins it for me in that aspect because SummerSlam is meant to be number two yeah behind Wrestlemania no I'd say it'd be number three in my personal opinion I agree Royal Rumble's number two for me yeah but in the grand scheme of things it's meant to be the greatest party of the summer so it's summer meant fest. to be their big one Summerfest Summerfest actually isn't a bad name for a pay review TNA on one of the, <laughs> on one of the summer slant I think it's 08 um, they actually have a thing to do with Summerfest that was Jeremy Piven that coined that yeah. phrase wasn't it <laughs> oh, that wasn't PG. No, 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 no. His name's Jeremy, not Richard. All oh, right, okay. Get it right. Nice. Uh. <laughs> anyway, uh, Rey Mysterio versus Eddie Guerrero in a pretty good match. I just remember Rey having a lot of problems with his mask. Yeah, yeah that was a mask issue. Yeah, like, he always seems to like, especially like this, and then in nineteen as well. I can't remember it happening. No, it didn't happen in twenty. But he seems to be the opening. Guy, yeah, you know, the mask. Oh, he's a good guy. Yeah. He's a good guy. You know, yeah. this, this he does was, a lot of good is, spots to get people enthused. You know, isn't this the first money in the bank as well? This paper, yes. Thing? So this, mm-hmm. you know, Ray up until this point was always one of the guys like you say that would go out first, kind of get the crowd hyped up. Yeah. Whereas for the next number of years after this, it was the money in the bank match. Yeah, like twenty five. That's the first match you, we see is mm-hmm. the money in the bank match. Exactly, but um, no, it was a good match. This wasn't wasn't the issue with race mask, wasn't it? Was it, it was, a, the, was a popper at the time or no, something? No, it's it? it's one of the ones that it just had the front and yeah. then it had like it, you could see the back of his head. Oh, why the tag? And it, it just kept going up and down, and he kept having to adjust it. Because doesn't he doesn't he have like just like wee velcro ones or yeah. something yeah. like that? Yeah. And of course, the mask covers his entire head now. So yes. This is true. He's probably got some gross tattoos on the back of his head or something. Now. <laughs> okay, like Ray. I mean, you always get a you know a good match out of him at the end of the day, if nothing else. But he's too injured. He's too injury prone. Injury prone, but I think he is still going to have one last two rounds before it's and all he's said and done. Uh, rotund around the middle now, ever so slightly, but we'll not hold that against him. He's, he's, <laughs> mid, he's middle heavy now. So <laughs> <laughs> he's a. He's a, his centre of gravity is around the middle now. He's I'm no Big Daddy V, like, but... Why <laughs> <laughs> have I got this image in my head of, like, Big Daddy V wearing a Ray Ray mask? <laughs> I'm picturing Big Daddy V trying to do a 619 is what I'm picturing. That would be so entertaining. <laughs> but uh, after that, we got the Money in the Bank ladder match, which was Edge versus Crispin. Wow. Uh, the devil's favourite demon, Kane. Yeah. Shelton Benjamin. Chris Jericho. Why have they got his name down? <laughs> Chris. Just Christian. to just to annoy you, Christian. Christian. What? Christian. I thought that I was like, there's meant to be Christian in this match. Wasn't this the one where Kane comes out and the ladder goes yeah, fire? Pretty cool entrance. Like, Quickly get out there with the fire extinguishers. <laughs> um, but uh, this was the start of Edge getting his. Mega push, M- mega push, to superstardom, and indeed the start of a great match type. Yeah, yeah. A Jericho thought up. Yeah, oh, it's uh, another thing that Chris Jericho has invented. He's apparently. I think he genuinely ones. did invent this he as well. Did. I mean, oh, they yeah. gave him credit for it in the storyline, but I think he did. No, in also. this DVD, he says that he went to somebody yeah. he was talking about. He could like, why don't we have you know, like a, you know, like, a like you know, a thing on the on the hanging from the ceiling, you know, and. 
That's what happened. Bret Hart would appreciate that because Jericho, who's there for, created something. Yeah, yes. yep. <laughs> and and again. Bret Hart creates everything, so then it, all the credit eventually winds up back at him. And, so, and of course, again, he did create the ladder match, don't forget. And then yeah. Edge winning the money in the bank is also <laughs> thanks to he's Bret from, Hart. He's from Canada. <laughs> yeah, so, so it all links. So it's thanks oh. to Bret. Yep. Comes back to Bret. Yep. Exactly, and then when Edge went to win the title as well, that was all thanks to Bret. So, <laughs> you know. Thank you, Bret. <laughs> Thank you, so. Bret. <laughs> Indeed. Special episode of Bret Hart coming up soon on the 4th of the 10th. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I see what I did there. Very, very clever. But, uh, no, I remember when I saw this match for the first time, I was just completely blown it away It was the bit it. at the end wherever Ed hits your man with the chair. <laughs> and um, he's already got the big massive cut on his forehead. Yeah. And then he just keeps whacking him on the arm of the chair and then he's lying on the ground and he's shaking he does that fish thing where he flips up and down like up on the deck like a fish like he did and then didn't he bite the mat or something he was biting the ring apron or something wasn't he yeah and then Ed goes up and gets the gets the briefcase and then does that he was he's kind of weird at that stage because he was like you know whenever he was going to do the spear he like kept putting his tongue out and going like you know yeah yeah, yeah, yeah like that and I, he made that noise but he started one. doing that a lot though after this yeah. sort of rated R era yeah but I think it's fair to say as well Edge was a very worthy winner at this point because oh, yeah, totally. he had tried to kind of break through the glass ceiling so many times as a singles guy and it had never really worked because mm-hmm. I remember 2004 he actually got booed in Canada which was a yeah. bad sign for him yeah Um. so this you know he was definitely much deserved here but they'd been they'd been planning according to when you hear people talk about him they'd been planning for him to be a top guy for years they yeah. just never had the opportunity to sort it out and then Money in the Bank comes along and I think now at this point planted. come 2005 they were trying to build kind of newer stars with your Cena's and your Batistas and now it was probably the right time to kind of well, push someone like he had a good like six odd years at the top and know, one after this like, yeah once he won yeah. this then oh, yeah. you know like this allowed him to win his first of what was it like 11 world yeah. titles yeah. or something mm-hmm. like it wasn't that? like he wasn't a big star before it but I he had just he never I think he actually has more title reigns than Triple H does oh uh, yeah cause a lot of them if you factor like, in I think it's 11 world titles including you know, WWE and World Heavyweight combined yeah. you've got I think it's 11 of those <coughs> you've got what was how many tag titles was it like 7 or 8 Nine more. Nine. I was about to say, I because I keep forgetting about him with the Hulk Hogan and Ray Ray and all that sort of stuff. So yeah, he had those Isn't alone. Like a those twelve time champion. Those alone. Those alone have you. Those alone have you near twenty. Yeah. And that's before you get I to his, that's before you get to his IC he does have a record well, though that he does hold the, the record for the most, the most amount titles, of titles yeah. ever I think it was 33 or something or 35 mm. altogether it is in the 30s I mean for someone that had went so long without a major title and somebody had he, to forfeit yeah. like 2 or 3 of them as well he would fairly go on and make up for it in the coming years definitely but after that we got a no doubt favourite segment for Mr. Vint over here and that <laughs> is Eugene being attacked by Muhammad Hassan in the ring yeah and somebody in particular coming to the rescue who came to the rescue Vinto it was uh, Sakamoto uh, debuting early no it was Hulk Hogan and I remember just just going nuts like at 2 o'clock in the morning you know like just going yay because obviously Hulk Hogan had been inducted in the Hall of Fame the night prior which was just epic to see and even though he doesn't really say an awful lot in that because the crowd are just 
one more you match, know, like one more really match. thankful. I love the stare down there between himself and Stone Cold at that time. It was brilliant. That was not that one though. Was there not? Was Austin not inducting someone? No. No, that was at a different one. Was that during Austin's Th- induction? That was whenever. Was that there? was whenever Austin was inducting Brett and Hogan uh, was inducting Mean Gene. Yeah, no, I remember that. See Kane Hogan. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so it was nice to see him coming out. You know, like in his red and yellow, red and yellow, coming out, and then you know. Then Smackdown on them obviously not doing the leg drop because of his hip being the yeah. way it is just throwing them over the top rope but, but, for I, me, but for me the standout for this is the giant flag. American flag yeah. like yeah. not the way it went with him and that it became digital and like ended up going across the Titantrons but actually full blown mm. flag because it was the same with uh, SummerSlam he Straight did that good. as well it was an actual flag too wasn't it? yeah because it just like went you just saw like the fireworks and then it just like unraveled it's huge like it's a big flag yeah you should take that one. It's a flag, flag to be proud of. <laughs> it's a flag to be proud of. <laughs> uh, but no, that was just brilliant to see. And then obviously we'd see more of that, you know, like, and Hogan knows best, quite, you know, like his wife and daughter not wanting them to get in the ring. But obviously... Um, Don't do it, Daddy. Obviously, obviously he didn't take that advice. <laughs> obviously in the Hall of Fame, his words are, you know... Um, he says there's two things that are important, the money and the miles, and never say never. And sure enough, then, in the next pay-per-view, which we'll get on to... He didn't say never. <laughs> Anywho, after that, we had an interpromotional match between the Undertaker and the Legend Killer at this stage, Randy Orton. First of two interpromotional matches, mm-hmm. and a brilliant one at that. It was a pretty decent match. This is yeah. probably my second favorite Orton match. Would be yeah, this it would one. definitely be up there. I think it's fair to say it was the first time in quite a while where you maybe legitimately thought the streak might be in jeopardy. Yeah, because yeah, they were pushing this. They were up really trying to push yeah. Randy as and the because color. of how competitive the match was um, and all the near falls and you know and what Bob that Orton had. interfered as well, didn't they? Bob Orton got involved quite a bit in this area because yeah. uh, they went. He actually went on to team with I think Randy later in the year. Oh, aye, there was a lot we'll of see. stuff with them yeah. and uh, certain goings down as well. Yeah. Involving certain bo- things that happened. Uh, yeah. Blue. And, and involving <laughs> senior. <laughs> involving senior. Um, but save that for later. I said something for later, Augustus. But um, no, this definitely has to be one of Orton's better matches. Yeah. So it does. And one of Taker's I better. I, I saw it for the first time in ages when uh, the streak came was on the uh, on Netflix, and I watched it and I was like, that actually was a really really good match. Um, but after that, we had Trish versus Griff to him. I as we say, <laughs> yeah. um, Trish. I think this was a really. This was one of the worst even matches, and it wasn't any fact of Trish's fault, but Hemi's fault. Oh, was green just, just she was. Just yeah, the but head. I think it was Ashley versus Melina was probably the worst WrestleMania one. Um, and that's saying a lot. Not the, not the worst diva match of all time. Unluckily, Trish has been involved in that one as well. Because that was the one where, I think, wasn't it, um, Bradshaw was involved in it as well, and it was Jackie Gaeta. It was like one of Jackie's first ever TV matches. And there was just botches left, right, and center. WrestleMania? No, not WrestleMania. Oh no, I'm talking about. No, I'm talking about WrestleMania. Oh no, I'm, I said yeah, but it's not the worst Divas match of oh, all right, time. No, a particularly bad Divas match was um, Kelly Kelly versus Layla from ECW, or Alicia Fox versus Melina that night. They were actually both, a three they were both set of. very green oh, back yeah. then. In ECW I think actually that score. match got voted like the worst match of the year from PWI at the time. <laughs> <laughs> Poor girls. Poor girls. But anyway, uh, Trish retained the title against Christy Hemi. No surprises there. 
But yes, this is an awesome match next, which was Kurt Angle versus Shawn Michaels oh, in the second big show versus <laughs> in the second interpromotional match of the evening. This is known for quite a bit, but also the fact that Sean doing the moonsault off the ropes and landing on the table. Yeah. Did it break? Or did it take a while to break? I think it took a while to break. It's the same, wasn't it, as when he went on to face Flair, the table didn't yeah. go on a power ball. Yeah, he whacked his stomach yeah. onto it. Kind of like It's the exact same sort of thing. Michaels doesn't have the best record with tables. It's at least weird. at this time. It's weird to think that if Michaels hadn't have come back, you know, in... 2002, we wouldn't have got to see you know so many stellar like matches. You know, like angle, yeah. he has, you know, like the Undertaker. You know, Undertaker has a streak, and Shawn Michaels is Mr. WrestleMania. But it's in the twilight of their career that yeah. you really start to see. You know, like it's from like WrestleMania 20 was obviously an epic match between Triple H and your man and Shawn Michaels, and then and 19. But it's you know, like it wasn't it so much in the prime of his career but in the yeah. twilight of his career but it is funny how some wrestlers really do get better with age yeah. you know it's like a fine line yeah you know, you would say uh, arguably you know Taker has had some of his best work ever in you know that twilight of his career yeah it's, it's, it's it like it doesn't work no it's like the polar opposite of footballers you know like who obviously once they get older yeah. they have to kind of change the game and stuff unless they're Teddy sharing them <laughs> 42 and still going on um, but no this was just a fantastic match from beginning to end and I think this was this was the Undertaker match of that was that that completely burned out the fans after that was because it was so good to watch and the crowd did recover a good bit towards the end because there was still a lot of good stuff afterwards yeah big show on Akibono of course but (laughs) more importantly the crowd did get involved in this a bit though was Piper's Pit with Stone Cold Steve Austin Two of the best talkers of all time. They need, oh. to, they need to bring Piper back, although Piper did say WWF and said WWE. W- um, the last few times they brought him back, though, he went on some very strange tangents and was kind of like, what? Mm-hmm. But he still talks oh, good. Oh, he still talks good, and I'm sure there's, he could still do some pretty entertaining stuff. I think it's just a case of the throw him out and say, do what you want. Yeah. Just, you know. Put him in the right kind of position, and he'll shut. I think even now, if you were to put like Stone Cold Steve Austin in the middle of the ring with the Miz, I still don't. Know, I still don't know why WWE never brought Piper back to push Drew. I was just about to say to that push, to push Drew, that would have been the perfect thing. Yeah. Would have been even Drew, now, they could still day. technically do it. Yeah. Yeah, if they were ever I, serious I was, about I was doing over anything. gigs in Scotland, and I met Rowdy. <laughs> but whenever he's you know decided he's had enough of that, I think. Doing something like that could probably save Drew's career, you would think. Because yeah. that's all he, that's all he's going to get remembered for is that three man band. They are going to in say WrestleMania forty one. They are going to come back uh, in a gimmick battle royale. Those three. No, this is the thing. It's what it, what is it with some British stars like when they go to WWE? Because you've Drew at the moment with three MB. Katie D. Burchell kind of just got thrown into the side and forgotten about which was a shame because she was fantastic talent which is why which is more so why I'm like WWE you better bloody do something with with Paige and do it right I do think from all the reports you hear people do they are high honours plus five words for you Paul Burchill as a pirate that's where I was heading right next was but you remember 
I thought that was so funny at do the you remember time. Remember the pre part like, what they had planned to do with Paul Burke? Yeah, and Kitty Lee. Yeah, they planned oh, yeah. to run an incest angle. Oh, I the incest angle. Like. Vince seems really, really hung up on that. So he does. I think he, 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 he probably regrets that so much. Like that. because <laughs> no, he wanted to do that with Stephanie yeah. as well. Because literally the reason she turned that down, didn't yeah. she? Yeah, and then well, what of a change? She was like, no. Yeah, but this someone has morals. It's good to say in my family. But the thing was, the reason his career took that dive and ended up going to Pirate Land is because that's when <laughs> Pirate Land sounds like it was Pirates of the Caribbean was coming it out was Pirates, yeah. it was Pirates of the Caribbean because I, I was on TV last night yeah. Black Pearl 2003 the first one's 10, 10 years, years old that's, that's a good film though it is first one's the best in my opinion um, but not so that we're, not review, we're not reviewing Pirates of the Caribbean that was basically perfect timing then from them in terms of trying to capitalise on that. Yeah, but also it was a case well, of... Well, do we have a Funkasaurus because Jurassic Park 3D is coming out? Well, it's kind of like Zack Ryder and the whole Jersey Shore thing. It is. No, it is. They kind of try and get a character based around kind of pop culture. But if it hadn't been for the turn to PG, then we would have probably got the virtual incest okay. angle and things might have been scarily different for oh. virtual. Mind how they would have been able to you know, push him eventually further up the card after something and like that. kind of wash that away eventually yeah. to kind of not make everybody he's the guy who had the incest angle sort of thing oh, they did it with the necrophilia angle though oh, <laughs> oh. everyone oh. recovered from Katie Vick um, <laughs> for all the wrong reasons <laughs> uh, oh dear but anyway we're at 47 minutes and we aren't even through Wrestlemania so let's speed this up a wee bit shall we big show in Akibono <laughs> Uh, quite literally uh, <laughs> I think that sums that up pretty WWE well. title match John Cena beat JBL to win the title this again was the this, start this, of was, this was the start well, of it all really. the start of his world heavy, his WWE yeah. reigns no, was like the year prior obviously he beat Big Show for the US championship so yeah. the start of his Wrestlemania win yeah the start of his world titles was, was, he, on, was he on now like 12 Something like that. It's quite ridiculous now. He's gonna he's gonna end up overtaking Flair. So he is. Um which is kinda of sad really when you think about it. Um I remember back speaking of which when we were saying about I like the way he said we'll have to hurry this I know, up. Sorry. Like, oh, I know, sorry. Oh I remember. I'm gonna try and make a quick point. But I remember back when the way I was talking about Triple H holding the title and getting really bored of that, I was thinking, he's so beaten Flair for the world titles, but then he kinda of slowed down and kinda of stopped yeah. winning the belt after this sort of time period. Um, but then, but there was a time you would have thought that he was almost on a mission to try and purposely. Oh, beat I, yeah, Flair. Yeah. I'm glad he slowed down. I know. What did he end on? Like thirteen or fourteen? Something. You like kind of think Flair should be the one to have that kind of he legacy. Makes humble. <laughs> he makes everybody humble. Um, but anyway, Batista in the main event beat Triple H to win the World Heavyweight Title and start off his dominance at the top of. The and there's one as thing well. we have failed to mention about WrestleMania 21 was all the vignettes. <laughs> You know, oh, yes. Forrest Gump, like Basic Instinct, Few Good Men, Braveheart, you know, all Braveheart, that kind of thing. Braveheart was probably. When Harry met Sally as well. Yes, right. I was, what was that? I was Christian and Kurt. Yeah. Yeah. And just, but the Braveheart one with Flair and Triple H. <laughs> you got him, really. champ, that guy you Mel Gibson's got nothing on you. Uh, and the, even the Gene Snetsky one, when the thing wasn't. <laughs> yeah, that's right, the taxi driver. What wasn't it? Wasn't it Cena and JBL, you can't handle the truth? Yeah, yeah one. Taker was involved in that, was it? Uh, no, it was the Dirty Harry one. Ah, uh, yes, that's right. He did Dirty Harry, and then it was Booker and Eddie did Pulp Fiction, and uh, Stacey Keebler did Basic Instinct. Yeah. Didn't you? Who, who was? Who were the guys? Benoit, Jericho, and Christian, and then May Young was sitting there and they were like, <laughs> got the yes. mother. Like, 
So the anyway, she's great for some comedy. You were going somewhere else. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody uh, wants I was, like, I was like, whoa, moving on. Nobody wants Tell you what, that woman has some longevity, though. Stop saying words. <laughs> like, stop saying stuff like that. This is, she does. This is the woman that wants to face Stephanie's daughter at like WrestleMania 40 or something like that. Well, she was powerbombed through a table by the Dudleys and lived to tell the tale, so fair dues to her. But did you ever notice in that footage that you see her tap Bubba's arm to let him know? No, it was, she was alright. As good. Yeah. Did you ever notice that? What? When Mae Young got powerbombed by Bubba through the table off the stage, you see her tap his arm to let him know she's okay. Oh, okay. No, no I didn't know that. No, I noticed it. Um, Is that why Bubba's like this? Yeah. Just staring, going, oh, crap, messed up. <laughs> I've killed her. Um, but anyway, Backlash, which was a Raw exclusive in the Verizon Wireless Arena in Manchester, New Hampshire. Uh, I see title Shelton Benjamin versus Chris Jericho Shelton Benjamin coming out on top in this one well, that's, that's whenever they still probably had reasonably high expectations of Shelty B for Shelty B yeah. because wasn't it 04 when he had his wins over Triple H wasn't yeah. it yeah and he won over Flair as well I you kind of wonder though after all that time Triple H holding all these guys down when they all of a sudden decided right I'm going to let Triple or Shelton Benjamin beat me like three times or something I know it was a total waste it was and a then bit random then he gets lumbered with Mama what <laughs> <laughs> him he lost his way Shell yeah <laughs> okay <laughs> right. Ta- tag team title match the Hurricane and Rosie oh god so, superhero uh, in training and the, the Hamburglar um, oh yes. we'll have one of my favourite teams in this match though uh, William Regal and Tajiri the Heartthrobs yep, there you go Antonio and Romeo <laughs> Maven and Simon Dean oh god hmm. so he didn't get fired just yet no the beginning of the end and the dicks in this at and all? no La Résistance oh. oui oui French ticklers but the Hurricane and Rosie beat the champs William Regal and Tajiri fair enough yes. <laughs> I loved um, Tajiri and William Regal like whenever Austin went into the office and Tajiri stand there and he, Austin's talking to him and he goes like oh, he can't speak English and then just Austin starts beating the crap out of him <laughs> Tajiri was a bit of a legend in his own right in fact. Oh, Tajiri was great yeah. like, especially him and Eddie as well yeah but, and that was just by accident that that, that happened and that was, that was another that was another Piper segment wasn't it with uh, wasn't, it, wasn't Chuck Palumbo Sean O'Hare the, like the feast and all Piper laid on a feast or something for them and Tajiri's like <laughs> Tajiri's wanting to have the food and all that was brilliant but anyway last man standing which well. was Edge versus <laughs> anything well, any great memories that's actually a match that I don't remember but I'm I, sure I given... don't really want to see who was the last man standing to be honest with you Edge well that's pretty much I'm it. sure though I'm <laughs> sure that pretty much says all you need to say about that we don't uh, remember it but I'm sure it was a decent match oh I'm yeah. sure it was um, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, Kane versus Vishera no, Kane with Lita versus yeah. Vishera this is during the time when uh, Kane was actually married to Lita and uh, he was feuding with Big Viss uh, Lita was feuding with Trish <laughs> Trish had hired Viscera to basically take out Kane and uh, it ended up Kane obviously got the victory there and then Viscera um, basically big splashed Trish in the end and ended up going after Lillian 
pretty much yeah that's when he became the world's, la- the world's largest love machine and, and then wears pajamas to the end. <laughs> and then <laughs> starts humping on men. Yeah. And, and Charlie Haas accidentally bumping Lillian off the yep. apron and then him and Visser eventually tag teaming. Mm. Not Lillian. <laughs> you were talking about spit roasting or something there? Okay. Moving on. <laughs> anyway, um, Hulk Hogan and Shawn Michaels versus Muhammad Hassan and Davari AI. Hulk Hogan man yeah well this was obviously from Shawn Michaels getting beat up by these two and said that I'm you know like he was saying he was on his knees and he's, he had one person ask and he was just in one war match and then Hogan comes out and saves him and obviously these two team together and then team together for all matches I think and then in SummerSlam it's kind of whenever it all turns sour and I just remember that being a no, raw that I watched in my jaw just hitting the floor just like no oh, it still, still got me as well I remember that it still shocked me that Michaels did it but well, that's what you want from wrestling you want to be shocked you don't want the same like friggin tug of war exhibitions or whatever but then uh, you didn't enjoy that between Sheamus and Henry no it wasn't was it was and then she uh, was it was it wasn't it was you had it sweet tea involved though didn't you and yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> and so all they're good for now is apparently tug of war and uh, dancing judging yeah uh, the hip hop hippo at it again uh, then main event world heavyweight title Batista retained against Triple H so Triple H losing on two back to back pay views. Wow. What is going on? I don't really know. He obviously saw a great deal in uh, Batista this time. Yeah. Uh, next up was Judgment Day, a SmackDown exclusive. This is one match that a lot of people have talked about, the main event, and I haven't actually seen it, before. I can't say it's brilliant. Watched it I relatively do, I, recently as I well. I do like the the cover of it, the way he doesn't have the belt and then in that he has the belt. He's very angry. Cena bleeds something shocking in this match too. But, oh, uh, the United States Championship match looks a good match. But yes, this was in Minneapolis, Minnesota. <laughs> <laughs> First up, we had the champions, M&M, going up against Sparkplug, Bob Holly, and Charlie Haas. I really cannot remember that one bit. No. And there's probably a reason for it. Yeah. yeah. I think it's uh, due to the fact that it has that Bob Holly fella in it. Yeah, and he probably beat the tar out of Eminem. To be honest, he probably with you. did. Um, but Eminem uh, <laughs> came out <laughs> came out victorious in that. Um, whoa, the next match for me completely forgot about this. Carlito beat the Big Show. I'm sure he probably didn't do the backstabber on him because he would have been crushed to death if he did. That's a bit crazy. So he they're probably... obviously well behind pushing Carlito at this point. <laughs> For a few months, and anyway. Another guy that they tried to push, like I Chris Masters, sure. and then I, they both fell apart. And then he says, Then they ended up teaming together, I think, for a while. Yep. Yeah, because sure, that was a whole elimination chamber exactly. thing, whenever he backstabbed, quite literally, Masters. This is true. Cruiserweight title match Paul London versus Chavo Guerrero. Paul London picking up the victory. Meh. Yeah. I always enjoyed Paul London's work. I all I just remember is him nearly sliding out the ring so all yeah. I remember, I remember is he got eliminated one time Royal Rumble and then Which he kind of did the big flip yeah, and then just landed right. straight in his face that was a brilliant looking elimination was probably didn't help him much in his face well, well. we don't um, care after that Booker T versus Kurt Angle Booker T beating Kurt 
that was another good match because you had Charmel, if memory serves me correct, involved in this as well. <laughs> and they ended up basically handcuffing Kurt to the ropes at the end of the match and she ended up giving them the low blow and stuff like that. But I think the storyline was a bit kind of distasteful because Kurt had been... Oh, is this the one where he kept calling her yeah. names and kept saying that he wanted to basically get down and Yeah, that's right. It? He was basically yeah. perving on Charmel quite no, a bit. There was words that he used to describe her which I agree with you were totally disrespectful yeah. so that's why I was saying it was a bit distasteful so man Kurt seems to have a thing for other wrestlers wives <laughs> well you, you could say that yes yeah you could ask Jeff Jarrett that mm-hmm. but um, anyway after that we had as Vindo mentioned the United States Championship yeah, match best match in the card which was OJ versus Heidenreich he is gay oh wait he's not no he's just bi alright <laughs> bye <laughs> he likes a bit of everything he's not fussy <laughs> he's not fussy at all indeed he'll face the ultimate warrior won't he <laughs> what was he called TNA I don't even know but he did have like a really part of me doesn't want even to remember but he did have a really I don't he was dressing up as woman stuff. he had a really gay and, like, character I think like, that was the point cream him. over himself mm. and stuff like that it was really bad it was disturbing but uh, he beat Heidenreich. I can't believe Orlando Jordan actually held the United States Championship. Do you remember Benoit beat him in like two seconds or whatever? <laughs> they were obviously how trying to. How does, that, how does that even work? Two seconds. He just went bang, and then he did the crossface, and that was it. And saying that, though, he obviously OJ obviously meant something at this point, obviously because of his association with, with JBL and the the cabinet. <laughs> Uh, Rey Mysterio Rey Mysterio beat Eddie Guerrero via DQ another decent match between these two is that where where was it that um, Eddie ripped the mask off Ray not fully just like partially and then he gave him like a suplex on the steel steps and Ray's just lying there with a mask and it was before it was before SummerSlam I think it might have been leading up to one of these events but um it might have been this one because of the DQ but yeah. my memory isn't that good in regards to it I think Eddie maybe just went kind of aft with a chair on mm-hmm. Ray yep um, but uh, main event we had I quit match for the WWE title John Cena versus JBL and as has been mentioned blood everywhere very very bloody very bloody both of them both of them bleed I think but Cena's in particular was you know one of those ones where it's literally was a gusher just dripping yeah you know like rain coming down mm-hmm. that's what it was like just pools of blood and it really made for a heated encounter it was and it was again it was around this area where you know they started to phase out the blood as well yeah. so I think this is one of the last major matches that we see that sort of blood going on I know we get our ECW one night stand one and two at this time period. Oh, I think it was more 2008 when the actual PG thing came into total effect. P- PG came in before that though, really? Yeah. When you think about it. But, but I do remember even in 2008 though, there was a lot of blood in the Shawn Michaels and um, Chris Jericho stuff. I thought with in this sort of time period though when earlier it was like every other week you were getting oh, yeah. blood whereas sort of after this it kind of ends up being sort of oh, yeah. you're still getting but I remember those 06 as well yeah. was pretty they still use quite a lot of blood it, it does feel it. like an age ago that you used to just get these like, so these headshots with the yeah. chairs and they well. are really hard to watch now I find like mm. whenever yeah. like that happens you kind of like near close your eye you kind of took it for granted at that point you built up a tolerance to it because that's what you Whereas you see it now and it's kind of like, wow. 
No, because I remember that when we watched the WrestleMania match, the first match of the second batch of Taker Triple H, and they did the unprotected chair shot. We were like, it was just like, whoa, guys. Um, but yeah, John Cena beat JBL in that to retain the WWE title. Ah, very nice pay per view next. Very nice. <laughs> uh, ECW one night stand at the Hammerstein Ballroom, New York, New York. What's it like there? We don't know. We, we don't know. We got very close. We walked past it. But uh, no cigar in the end. We had bigger fish to fry that night. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say to you, what was it like in there? And I totally forgot that he, he was there. He was with us meeting Undertaker. Yep. Ask Haley. Haley, get Haley on phone. Bring <laughs> Haley. Haley, what Hammerstein ballroom like? But yeah, just a great nostalgic event overall, you would say here. It was. And one that he should have left at that. Yeah. The other one was alright to watch, but... Because they mixed WWE guys in, it kind of just got watered down a bit. So it did, because... Even if they had have left it at that, and not brought their own brand of ECW following. Because the thing was for this, right, the one thing thing I remember about this was, right, um, when Ray came out for this one, he tried to maintain sort of his older look. Because he was wearing a thing with all the question marks mm-hmm. and all. He tried it? to maintain his older look, mm-hmm. whereas in the second one, the next year, he was full out in his WWE yeah. attire. Well, that's because and he the was fans world, completely that's didn't. That's because he was yeah. the world champion then. Yeah. yeah. And him and Sabu. ECW fans did not appreciate. Um, but first match was Lance Storm versus Chris Jericho. Lance Storm picking up the victory. This was actually a really, really good match because. Didn't Lance well, Storm come out with Dumbery together as well? And just incredible? No. He didn't come out with Justin Incredible. He only came out with Dom Marie. Justin Incredible made his appearance at the end of the match, oh, right, okay. um, which led to Lance winning the match. I see. But this was a great match. But as we know as well, it was Lance who Jericho trained with when they were younger, and then trained for his multiple returns with. Yeah. As well, so it was always going to be a great match between the two of them, and it was a very very good match to kick off the show you find with. that whenever they're actually friends you know you find that with Benoit and Eddie you know like they would have Eddie and Ray and all you know yeah. like so whenever they're friends like that you find that they have really good matches yeah so that's maybe why the chemistry is so good that's between maybe why you have Punk and Cena have such good matches yep why are they good mates behind the scenes I don't know and of course Jericho was Lionheart yeah. Chris Jericho during yeah. this that's right um Next. So you would be right to call it the land tamer during this match. Then. Indeed, yeah. <laughs> he he doesn't seem to be able to make his mind up nowadays whether he's going to go for Walls of Jericho or Lion Tamer, but the commentators just all call it Walls of Jericho now. Um, but after that, a really enjoyable match that I still love to this day that I can always watch is mm. Super Crazy versus Little Guido and Tajiri. Uh, Super Crazy. Is this where he does the unbelievable yes, the thing of the, the, the balcony? Yeah. yeah. Um, Little Guido, a.k.a. Nunzio at this stage, came out with the original FBI. Full-blood Tajiri came out, if I remember, with the Sinister Minister and Mikey Whipwreck. Don't remember who he came out with. I think it was Sinister Minister, who was uh, James, James Mitchell, Mitchell in TNA. He so hung around with Abyss. With, yeah, he was with I Abyss. I always thought he would have been good in WWE. Apparently, yeah. they, th- they were thinking about when WWE were planning to bring back managers, he was in negotiations to come back, but they kind of cancelled that idea but yeah this was a really really good match um, super crazy picking up the victory um, before he went on his lawnmowers <laughs> yeah it became really boring with then, psychosis and um, who else 
Movie juice. Movie juice. <laughs> I love. I, I'm sorry, but I uh, love the Mexicals. Yeah, no, they they, they served their purpose for a while. Just kind of like like what they're trying to do, what, what they were trying to do with um, Hidako and Camacho with the whole bike thing yeah. coming out. When they came out and John, or, they were well, sorry, Juan Deere, they called them, <laughs> uh, lawnmowers. Uh, um, but after that, we had Ray, Ray versus Psychosis. And Psychosis comes out in his mask and all that sort of stuff and then just rips it clean off his face and everybody's just like, what? And the commentators are like, oh, it's him showing respect to the ECW fans. And then the fans start chanting back, put it back yeah. on, sort of stuff, you know, put your mask on. Because he never took it off back in WCW, no. really, sure he didn't. Because, to be honest, he isn't a pretty boy. No. He only has the face a mama could love. But, um... Ray was the only one that did that back in WCW. I had his mask off. Yeah. When he's doing the filthy animals thing that they did. Exactly. Um, but no, this wasn't. This was. It was a decent match, but nowhere near on level what their matches back in the day oh, no. were. Um, notably because there are a lot older gentlemen at this stage. Uh, after that, we had uh, Sabu uh, facing Rhino. This was after, isn't this right, after uh, RVD came out because he was injured and he cut a promo and Rhino came out and I think gored RVD and was then the lights went out and Sabu was there and then was they that started not the match. the year after? No. No, well, the year after he still had, he had like his... No, RVD was injured this year because the second one was when RVD faced John Cena for the original oh, title. Right. Oh, right, okay. Yeah, you're right then, yeah. So, yeah, it was he came out with... Uh, Alfonso Whistley Boy yeah. um, cut his promo and said like I'm high with I've been out the back with Paul and stuff like that and we've been smoking rubbish and stuff like that and then Rhino gored him and then Sabu came in and then they had their match after that was uh, Crispin versus Eddie um, a match that I just sad I watched Eddie really really good match uh, Mike Awesome versus Masato Tanaka was insane yeah it was very very it's not one of those ones that you would expect to see the level of Brutal. spots yeah. that yeah. happened in it there were some crazy spots you know jumping over the ropes power bombing onto like when barriers was it that Mike Austin passed away was it this year or no it was, was it, think, it was only a few years after this uh, I think it wasn't long it wasn't he, very long he was suicide wasn't he was he I think he remember. was sad but yeah great match uh, but then our main event was the Dudley Boys versus Tommy Dreamer and the Sandman, which of course we got the flaming table spot, mm. and the Dudleys were out in their old tie dye yep. gimmick, which this was absolutely awesome. Just felt sorry for Tommy Dreamer that he didn't get paired with a better wrestler. Mm. That's the thing about the Sandman—he never really had to do much because he was all about he just the had to swing the, He just had to swing the candle yeah. stick about. But no, definitely. Uh, up there uh, for one of the best pay-per-views of this year. Oh, I'm about to hit the next button when I don't need to because the next pay-per-view is on the same page. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, Vengeance. Vengeance. So Solid event. Yeah. Oh, I just had something wrong there. No, there you go, you're gone. Um, which was a Raw exclusive, mm-hmm. which was IC title match, Carlito versus Shell DB. <laughs> he's, a, he's a bad man, apparently. He is. Just like um, Mikishi. <laughs> uh, Carlito beat Shelton Benjamin for the Intercontinental title. 
Wow. You can tell Vinto is overly excited when he starts looking at pay-per-view posters. <laughs> this is what happens to him about halfway through a recording. He just fades see, out. See, he doesn't have our stamina, so he doesn't. He doesn't. He, you know, we're here for the long haul. See if you ever listen to an episode <laughs> of Retro Shock. Is he getting tired now? See if you just pick a random Retro Shock episode, and you'll notice <laughs> after halfway through an episode, he goes remotely quiet, and it's mainly me talking. The mind wanders, and he's and he's just. And he's just like, and he's just like, uh-huh. uh And I stop, and there's silence sometimes, and he just silence. He just doesn't bother at all. Don't worry, you've got me this time. I'll I know. I do bother my arse, my backside apparently uh, for anyone who doesn't know what hole is. Oh, that's holy This is breaking down again. But yes, Carlito won the IC title. Not much really to spite about. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, that's talk. <laughs> you can just be the translator in the corner. That's all I've been. I've been freaking C three pills and freaking speaking of botching apparently. Okay, great. Um, match. Victoria beat Christy Henry. Wow, exciting. Um, Mr. Hill, over to you. Oh yes, Kane pinned Edge at this pay per view. Um, this actually I remember being a great match. One of the better matches that these guys have had. You had interference from Snitsky as well at the time. He was kind of hanging around with Edge. Lita... Was Lita still on Kane's side at this point? I think she might have been. And then this was leading up to the eventual split, which kind of came about whenever Matt Hardy and Lita kind of had their thing. And then it turned personal and became real life with Mm -hmm. Edge and Lita, obviously. And of course, Kane Tombstone and the Priest. Tombstone and the Priest. (laughs) How can you forget? I think he also tombstone Lita as well at one point on the... Tombstone Linda as well. He tombstone Lita on the... The entrance ramp, and then threw in an ambulance and said, "Let's go on a ride in the highway to hell." <laughs> <laughs> and the doors were still open as the ambulance drove off, and later just lying in the back like a zombie after being tombstone. But yes, good match. Should have done that to Linda instead. <laughs> Shawn Michaels versus Kurt Angle again. So you know what uh, was to expect from that match. Um, after that, we had Shawn won that. By the way, uh, uh, before that, we had Lillian and Viscera in the ring. Anyway, so it's uh, that WWE him? title match. I might have been whenever he proposed to her and she said no. Oh, I didn't Funnily that. enough. <laughs> she just couldn't handle all that with him. Um, <laughs> WWE champion John Cena beat Chris Jericho and Christian for the WWE title. Uh, Hell in a Cell for the World Heavyweight title. Batista beat Triple H again. And a fantastic match. Oh, it was. Hell in the cell. Triple H actually, in fairness to him, really put Batista on the map during their, their series. In comparison to Orton. Yeah. Especially you can tell. You can tell. Just, it shows you how much, how much good, though. That stage. Even though, but it shows you how good Triple H can be when he actually gives back to another talent. You exactly. Know, and allows them to look good. Christopher. Yeah. Please tell me what's the next pay-per-view. <laughs> It'd be a, the Great American Bash 2005 which has the picture of Tori Wilson on the front cover and kind of looks like that. And it's doing a salute, baby. I would salute her any day of the week. Stand <laughs> to attention. <laughs> uh, oh, nasty. That's nice. They folded it. <laughs> just if you want a quick glimpse. Yeah, unfortunately this... Pay per view doesn't. Although, oh my god, I've just noticed. Yes. Look, look at the Great American Bash. It ha- has it as an extra at WCW World Heavyweight Championship match. 
Ric Flair with a thing. No, but look, it's Ric Flair spelled with a K. Oh, batch. I don't know. I don't. I don't know this man. Who and is then there's man? exclusive extras: BWO Blue Country Choppers. Oh wow! And Eddie exposes Ray's secret. So this is where you were talking about where he got oh, the mask yes, off. Yes. This was the uh, happened before that. And additional matches include Booker T versus Christian. Ram Panty's match, Corey Wilson versus Malia. I miss those matches. Six man tag team match, BWO versus Mexico's. Blue World Order. No BWO. Blue World Order? I thought he said New World Order. No, I said Blue World Order. One of my favourites, the Blue Mania. <laughs> yeah, he interrupted my conversation <laughs> with uh, William Regal. Lord William. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> this, 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 this pay per view was extremely lacklustre. Oh, wow. Um, there's a lot road, of the Smackdown road, brand road, ones road, tend to be. Yeah, road, 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 I know he said animal. I know, but you should have said buffalo. Buffalo. Really, <laughs> 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 anyway, no. After that, with Booker T, he beat Christian. I'm actually going to just fly through this because it's just so bad. Buffalo. Uh, US title, Orlando Jordan beat Chris Benoit. Buffalo. Uh, the Undertaker beat Muhammad Hassan again. This is his pick. That's, that's him his, gone. That's his exile from WWE. That's his gone. That's when he went through the stage. <laughs> last uh, ride. Mexico's <laughs> beat the Blue World Order. Jeez. Uh, and Rey Mysterio beat Eddie Guerrero Buffalo uh, we had Brian Panty's match between Molina and Tori <laughs> Buffalo uh, whatever you think about it that is so degrading to women isn't it a Brian Panty's match <laughs> one, one mini equivalent for a man <laughs> be so That's bad the, uh, tuxedo down? match oh, no. uh, I was thinking yeah. of that horrible match from Kane Pat Ring Patterson. and Gerald Briscoe yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, world heavyweight title JBL beat Batista by disqualification Batista keeps the title uh, SummerSlam in Washington DC. Uh, I think this is the one you mean, uh, Chris, in regards to Chris Benoit beating Orlando Jordan for the title. Uh, I think so. I think it's like where he just ridiculous. destroys him. It's either that or WrestleMania if that happens really quickly. Well, it's SummerSlam and he's won the US title from Jordan, so I don't think Jordan held it twice. All right, okay. <laughs> you know, just an idea, but. This is the Matt Hardy era now. This is Edge versus Matt Hardy. At Isn't Summer this the match that got stopped halfway through? For Isn't this the one where Edge or Matt Hardy got really bloodied? Yeah, and uh, the yes, match had to right. stop. Yep, you are indeed. That was a great feud, by the way. It was because they were building of a real personal, real life situation. Yep, it really was. That I enjoyed it a lot. And probably the biggest thing Matt has ever done, done in WWE. Exactly. Other than his ECW title reign, which he had. <laughs> isn't, isn't God, awesome? you're choked there. <laughs> then we had the ladder match for custody of Dominic. Oh, hey, oh, hey. This is where Vicky comes out and actually holds a ladder on Eddie. And Ray climbs up and gets it. I'm like, you're a better man than that, Eddie. You're a better so man. So what was the thing behind this match that Dominic was adopted? They yeah, this, that this Dominic was never... Was, wasn't something along the lines of like that Ray couldn't have... No, it was not like Ray couldn't have kids. Yeah, it was Ray couldn't have kids, and Eddie was his father. That's yeah, where the I'm Eddie your papa sur- t-shirts came Eddie from. Eddie was the surrogate. Mm. I'm so your papa. That was brilliant, isn't it? I know. We're, we're sadly getting close to the end. For yeah. Um Then we had Kurt Angle 
uh, beat Eugene Rutan <laughs> in his Olympic medals. How did Eugene get all these big matches? That's That's what whenever he came out with Christy Hemme as well. Mm. Mm. You just wouldn't have that type that's, of that's character. The that's the highlight of that match. Uh, Randy Orton versus The Undertaker. Mm. This is the one. I think this, this is the one where for Bob Orton's kind of he's got the disguise on, mm-hmm. and then Taker loses, and then he rips that yeah. off, and, and they do the pose like, yeah, together. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, WWE title. John Cena beat Chris Jericho. This happened a lot in this era. This was the this was match on Raw whenever Jericho gets fired. Was that when he was putting the... No, it was Eric Bischoff. No, was putting Bischoff the dumpster. Yeah, that was mm-hmm. whenever Bischoff fires Jericho now. And then uh, no holds barred match for... Uh, excuse me. Uh, Hulk Hogan versus Shawn Michaels. That's coming it's up. the main event. Oh, on my this, list. Where's the event? And then lastly, you said and then... I said, and then, I didn't say lastly. Don't crap your pants. <laughs> no holds barred match for the world heavyweight title. Batista beat Jiggly Boobs. <laughs> You're just telling me to go there, were you? Yeah. But then, okay, finally, lastly, some old dude versus Shawn Michaels. <laughs> <laughs> I have to say that the <laughs> promo work that Shawn Michaels did leading this match crab, crab. Yeah, was just hilarious. Um, and this is the one that gets mentioned in Hogan Knows Best where the kid says, is that tomato ketchup or something like that? About the blood, the fake blood? Yeah. When, so When Hogan asks him what's your said, favourite match and he and says, yeah, said, you versus Rocky Balboa. Yep. So do you think this match was made better or worse by Shawn Michaels basically taking the mickey and overselling everything? I think it. I think it's. An see, if this bit, see if this match had taken place in the eighties, you wouldn't have even gave that a bit of notice. Yeah, because you'd have just thought, oh, it's Hulk Hogan, and it's just that over the happens. top, kind of ridiculous. Yeah, I think it's the case of if. But what it was was Shawn Michaels showing that he wasn't happy with the fact that Hogan wasn't supposedly going to come back and put him over. Yeah, I think it was the case of that. The way the Rock did receive it. Yeah, Hogan was going to do one thing, and then it changed to another thing, and then it changed to another thing because. You know, and Shawn Michaels DVD says that you know I've asked, I asked you once, I asked you during, I asked you after, and you uh, his response was always no problem, brother. Terry's business, you know, like that's what he got was Terry's business, you know, and all this here. So whenever he actually went and did that, then uh, and then apparently Hogan said they had problems with it, and then it's like, but he said no problem. So why are you saying that? So I think it was a case of that. But at the end of it, whenever Hogan beats Michaels. You see him kind of tap his chest as if to say, good match, that yeah. kind of thing. Although I remember the promo Michaels did the next night on Raw, and he was basically saying, oh, don't, he said, don't worry, um, Terry will not be back until he needs another paycheck. Yeah. So he was obviously, he, wasn't a happy he was annoyed. Yeah, he wasn't a happy boy. But uh, next pay-per-view was Unforgiven, which was Raw at the Ford Centre in Oklahoma. My God, there's an appearance of somebody here. <laughs> Mightn't be on my list, but yeah, it'll be Shelton Benjamin versus. Oh, oh yes, yes, <laughs> very short just, just notice that. Just noticed, yes. Uh, I see title match: Ric Flair beat Carlito by submission to win the Intercontinental title. So where we see his wife for the first time when he was getting in a limo with all the ladies. Oh, it was brilliant! Rick. And all the champagne yeah. and all, and yeah. he fell out. Of the yeah. limo. Oh, it was brilliant. Uh, Trish Stratus and Ashley beat Victoria and Tori Wilson. They had Candice Michelle in their corner. Which they were like Vince's devils or something. Or they came in a ring with the dogs. Yeah, I was just like, why? 
Um, <laughs> Big Show beats Snitsky. Wow, exciting. Um, Shelton Benjamin beats Kerwin White. Who? What? Who's Kerwin White? I can't remember. Um, some golfer, wasn't he? Who? Who was Dolph? The, who was, Dolph? Who was, who was, uh, who was the caddy? Uh, yeah. Some some guy called Nick Namath. He was there to show the world. So come on, get on. He's here to show the world that he was the best caddy. But uh, steel cage match. Matt Hardy beat Edge. Brilliant match. I think Hardy did the leg drop from the very. I was going to say it was a very very good match. Uh, tag team titles: Lance Cade and Trevor Murdoch. Oh, beat I hated Trevor Murdoch. Beat the Hurricane and Rosie. Is that how long Hurricane and Rosie? Remember Murdoch days? tried to do the Canadian Destroyer oh, yeah. with somebody and completely. I think it was a Matt. Yeah, was Matt. yeah, he tried to do it with Matt. Yeah, I think that was, was a UK show. It just didn't work, no. and it just went. Although I remember Cade and Murdoch had a great match with the Hardys at one at one show. I can't yeah. remember what it was, but it was. Yeah, they worked well. Um, they beat the Hurricane and Rosie to win the titles. Shawn Michaels then beat Chris Masters. This is when obviously Chris Masters was receiving one of his pushes to the moon. It mm. was. Uh, then WWE title Kurt Angle beat champion John Cena by disqualification. So John Cena get get got get got get get got get got got to keep the title. Uh, no mercy. You've got the correct one, Christopher. Yes. Yep. Uh, Smackdown in the Toyota Center in Houston, oh, really? Texas. This is the debut of Bobby Lashley then. Oh Lord! Just... He's facing Simon Dean. Animal, <laughs> Animal Heidenreich and Christy Hemme beat Eminem. And Bobby Lashley beats Simon Dean. And it's the way they're called Legion of Doom as well, which I really don't like. Yeah. Did, it, did Christy dress up or not? I'm trying to remember. No. That would have been just sacrilege. Did she ever dress up? <laughs> that would have been sacrilege. Um, but US title champion Chris Benoit uh, beat Booker T, Orlando Jordan, and Christian. And do you see who's next on the card? Was Christian long hair or short hair at that point? I can't short. remember Christian during this era at all. Short. short. Oh, yes. No, I do remember that. Long hair was yeah. like, at last you're on uh, your uh, Ken Kennedy beat Hardcore Holly. Wow. So this was basically just when Ken Kennedy I came loved in. I Mr. Kennedy at this point. Kennedy was great. He's I definitely six. jumped on his bandwagon prayer. I just loved yeah. what he was doing. I have a funny film, though, that after this match he got injured. Because we don't no, because he faces Eddie in Eddie's final match, dude. Yeah, but he's not on any pay-per-views after this. He could have got injured, but he definitely faced Eddie first after this. Yeah. Oh no, I know that Eddie's last match was with Mr. Kennedy, but mm. I think after the match with Eddie or whatever, between this and the next pay-per-view, he gets injured because I don't think he makes an appearance the whole of the next year. Yeah, because it's between this pay-per-view and the next one's when Eddie dies. Yeah, he doesn't make an appearance then in the next three pay-per-views after mm. this. But, uh, well done, Kennedy. But uh, I always remember when he was coming in, he did start off as Mr. Anderson. Because I remember, what was what was the Velocity? Mm-hmm. Wasn't it like yep. it was the Smackdown, Smackdown show? I remember him coming out and doing Mr. Anderson. Wow. And then that was when Paul Heyman got involved and said, hey, why not, you know, why not do Kennedy? Because it's Vince's middle name. Yeah. yeah. And well, we all know where that eventually ended him up. <laughs> um, JBL beat Rey Mysterio. Uh, enough about that. Uh, casket match: Randy and Bob Orton beat first ever handicap casket match. 
And it's not Don't set it on fire They did the key in 1998 yeah. Royal Rumble spot Right there Lord <laughs> 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 uh, Wasn't as good as He should go a mastermind It wasn't as good Especially in WWE Um then we had cruiserweight title Juventud Guerrero beat Nunzio to win the title uh, bringing a title to the Mexicals uh, then we had world heavyweight title champion Batista beat Eddie Guerrero in his last ever title shot and pay-per-view match indeed yeah. and I think if memory serves correct wasn't Eddie supposed to beat Batista around this time at some stage I think he, was. I think he like was due to get a second run with the title some, yeah he was due to get a, a reign obviously was that was a, unfortunately was title, yeah. that was unfortunately Scrapped. That's because that was the reason that they thought about giving him a title the second time. Because remember, Eddie was meant to be healed during this time period because he was coming off the feud with mm-hmm. uh, Ray. Oh. But the fans were enjoying what he was doing with Batista because so remember were... he was posing with Batista, yeah. pretend to be his chummy, yeah. chummy friends right. and all. Yeah. Kind of the way he did with Ray. Yeah. So, but the fans were loving it again, and that's why you see in his final match with Kennedy, he's back to what he was. Yeah. I because whenever because he... he did the chair thing yeah. with Kennedy. That's right. Um, well, well, we'll not be negative and you know, kind of reminisce. That's for another show. Uh, after that, uh, we go to November time for Taboo Tuesday uh, at the IP One Center in San Diego, California. Apparently, over six million fans took over. You went online, chose participants, stipulations, and made this the most interactive event in WWE history. Now you can live. We live every thrilling moment to find out what exactly happened when the fans. Well, I would say it isn't the most interactive show in history anymore. I would say each year's WrestleMania would probably be the most interactive show if you could get the stadium (laughs) Wi-Fi to work. Could you imagine how interactive those type of shows would have been had Twitter been around or as big as it is now? They'd probably just use Twitter to vote. I would say so. Good hashtag. Yeah. You know, such and such that you want to. That's what they do. Because obviously, this year, you know, saying six million fans took over. But that isn't necessarily true because you had the stipulations and everything. You could vote like a number of days before in advance. Yeah, you know, it wasn't on that day that you had to vote. You had like a good week or so to vote for. Didn't you what guys you ever actually vote for any of the matches? Yeah, I did. Didn't yeah. Yeah. I did. Yeah, because it was whenever because I voted. I voted for Piper when he got to team up with Rick. Oh yes. Yep. Uh, but uh, I voted for whenever Austin was ref. I think it was in... Oh, I remember that, yeah. But we had Rey Mysterio, Matt Hardy beating Snitsky and Chris Masters. Another amazing match. Uh, Eugene and Jimmy Snuka beat Tyson Tomko and Rob Conway. Another amazing match. Rob Conway. Oh, look who's, look, look who's, who's next. Who's, oh, one of Chris's faves. His, Chris is now an enlightened man and a changed man. He respects In regards man. to this individual, he now I'm a has respect. Man, he now has respect... Yeah, for mankind. Are you mellowing in your old age? Um, ah, yeah. But Rob mankind shakes his walking stick at the television. Hi. Maybe yeah. we saw bean friends. Yeah. <laughs> um, basically, what he's saying is mankind versus Carlito, and this so must have been a you. It was your choose mix gimmick match, yeah. basically. Yeah, pretty much. Yep. So it was mankind. <coughs> so you fight Carlito. with Jonathan. Coachman though. <laughs> uh, world tag team titles, Big Show and King. Yeah. Beat Lance Cade and Trevor Murdoch to win the titles. I think the thing here was um it was 
a vote between Big Show Kane and Shawn Michaels to be involved in the WWE title later on in yeah, the night the two, and whoever two, didn't win yeah. they would form a team and go for the tag title so obviously yeah. that's what happened mm-hmm. there and that started a team which I actually enjoyed the Big Show and Kane because I thought they were dominant and worked well they, together they won, t- they won the titles here then they ended up having a feud after they were done they together feuded with and then they ended up getting back together yeah, actually as well to win right. again because they feuded around the sea or was it the sea no evil when Kane heard the voices in his head and yeah. it was a whole May 19th yeah. thing yeah. <laughs> that's right <laughs> <laughs> you really do remember everything about Kane oh yes but uh, that's another title for Kane's portfolio uh, Batista and the Jonathan Coachman who had Cole Dustin Vader with him <laughs> Never Vader fell out of the ring <laughs> backwards. Yeah, <laughs> wibbly wobbly. Uh, he wasn't as w- good a shape then as he was uh, w- years later. No. Women's title: Trish Stratus won the lingerie battle oh. royal to retain the title. I see always title. loved that. It was either like lingerie or you know, it was, what was it they say here? They should have had your fantasy battle royal. They should have had it just as a get your tits out match. <laughs> Get your baps out for the lads. <laughs> <laughs> That's whenever the divas matches weren't toilet break. See, see, this is what you get when we haven't recorded properly for so long. Just all the vulgarness has to yeah. come out. Yeah. That's when these matches were must see. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Because you actually saw something <laughs> worth seeing. <laughs> Sorry to any female listeners out there. Oh dear, we do apologise. Uh, IC title champion Ric Flair beat Triple H in a steel cage match. Mm, can you guess who bled in this? Mm. Uh, I don't know. Probably like a stuffed pig. Don't say so. Mr. Mr. Pink hair himself. Rick at Flair. least he could dye his hair at will, really. <laughs> we can. Rick has always had good hair. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was wasn't just his balding hair just as much. Well, well, it just looked like somebody urinated on his hair. Oh, was, that's why he was called <laughs> Slick Rick. <laughs> oh. uh, Oh, Among other reasons, I'm sure. Oh dear. <laughs> to do with space mountain. <laughs> but uh, then uh, we had John Cena versus Shawn Michaels and Kurt Angle in a triple threat match. John Cena coming out with the W again. He was on a roll this year. He was. He really did have a good uh, first run with the title. It set him up very, very well. It did indeed. Um, then we have Survivor Series, which is a cross-brand pay-per-view. Yeah, and only has one uh, elimination tag match. Does. That, uh, the importance of that kind of match has really diminished a lot over the years, hasn't it? It has. It yeah. really, really has. Um, it used to be it was all I think they did. elimination In recent matches. years, it's come back a bit. Ever yeah. so slightly. I think, though, that's what they needed in the elimination chamber, is that they only had one chamber rather than having yeah. two. But mm-hmm. I think you need to stick... You know, that's like having a Royal Rumble and only having like 10 people in it. Yeah. You know. But this saw the return of Booker T and Chris Benoit in a series match. And the return of The Undertaker as mm-hmm. well. That's right. But uh, Booker T and Benoit were notorious for having a series, series match in WCW. Be- best of seven on so this. So it's the best of seven here. And uh, matches took place on pay-per-view and this on This is match TV. one of the best of seven yeah. series. That's what I was saying. This is the stamp of it. Uh, so it happens on TV, happens on pay-per-view, just... Uh, Whatever the fancied really. In the hotel. Um, women's title, Trish Stratus beat Melina. Again, Trish is on a hell of a run here with the title, because she's held the title since WrestleMania at this rate. Uh, last man standing, Triple H beat Ric Flair. That was a very, very bloody match. Yeah. I remember Triple H got a screwdriver out. Yeah, that's and that's right. what they used to kind of make it look like he had bust Rick open and oh. 
that was one of those Maybe times was, again where the blood well. was dripping out yeah. of flair something shocking yeah uh, WWE title John Cena beat Kurt Angle so that's again another very strong win for, uh, for John Boy. Cena Teddy Long beat Eric Bischoff <laughs> I forgot about that completely uh, Team Smackdown Batista Randy Orton Jiggly Boobs Rey Mysterio and Lashley versus Shawn Michaels Jiggly in general Kane uh, the big show Carlito and Chris Masters um, Team Smackdown coming out with the say, I think knowledge. it would have went for Smackdown over Raw no offence no. seeing a lot of these um, interpromotional matches Smackdown has came out on top a lot because like yeah. everybody you know it's always notoriously been said oh Smackdown's the second show but Raw's, in, Raw's in, the flagship was it on both bragging rights pay-per-views yeah. that they had yeah. Smackdown one as well yeah. so I think they maybe do that in some ways just to kind of give Smackdown something to make it seem important because everyone knows Raw is the show yeah you know and then to round out the year we had Armageddon from the Dunkin' Donuts Centre with, with Big Dave on the front from Providence, Rhode Island. Jiggly boobs in Big the opening Dave match. the Jobber, right? So JBL, <laughs> so <laughs> J- JBL in this year, right, has went from being WWE champion, yeah, to main eventing WrestleMania, fighting uh, Matt Hardy to Matt Hardy in the opening match. He did win though, so it's all well. Uh, Eminem beat the Mexicos. US title match four, so there's been uh, two other matches no, on TV. Be three. Oh. No, because this is match number four. Match number one was at the pay per view, so match two and match three would have happened in between. So that's two matches, Chris. Gets you three matches in total, this and then this was two. match four. Because they fought each other in between whenever they fancied. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's what threw me off. And uh, Chris Benoit picked up the victory in that match. Then. Lashley beat Paul mm. Birchall and William Regal. So this is whenever they were. That's not even on this. Is it not? They on were that? giving him the Ryback treatment here. They were giving him the Ryback treatment. Well, was it hard hitting, softly spoken? That's <laughs> <laughs> right. So bad. He was a bit like a Brock in many ways, mm-hmm. in that sense. I'm sure, he was referred to as Black Lashley. Uh, that's right. Black so Lesnar or, or Brock. What was it? Black La- Black Lesnar or Brock Lashley? Yeah. And what's it, what's Ryback now? The Ryback, Ryback or something, because he reminds people. Do you see what? Do you see what Aldo tweeted? No. That um, that um, he should be ashamed for wearing that Team Rocket beanie. <laughs> All right. It just looks like a big R on it, so it does look like a Team Rocket. Team Rocket's blasting <laughs> off again. Uh, then cruiserweight title Kid Cash beat oh. Uvatu Guerrero to win the title. Kane and Big Show beat Ray and Batista. No bit too excited. <laughs> and then another brilliant. We had Randy and Undertaker in Hell of a Cell. 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 What happened in this one? Oh, this is when uh, Mr. Hepatitis <laughs> got involved. <laughs> I actually didn't feel, I actually, I actually can. Com- Completely understand where Taker's coming well, from. Right. You would be livid to have not been. Because if this. someone's going to be bleeding all over you, yeah. I mean, of course you'd want to know. Yeah. And firstly, it wouldn't happen if you didn't yeah. know. Because it wouldn't happen if it was a boxing match. Yeah. So why should it happen exactly. if it's a wrestling match? Shouldn't. You know, that's mainly why they, you know, when we were at the likes of Raw and all we saw them in between the breaks changing the mat yeah. to keep the mat clean, number one, so if there was any cuts that didn't get infected. And number two, 
simply so if there was any blood in the mat it gets taken away so any risk of anything I think that's something that they should have addressed there. with the likes of especially with the likes of flare and stuff was that if you're over a certain age you shouldn't be allowed to bleed yeah, yeah. you know like I think flare kind of used that a bit too much especially in that match you know not that it's easier to see the likes of a Randy Orton or uh, you know Orlando Jordan or whatever getting busted open, but it's a lot more difficult whenever you see the likes of Flair and you yeah. see him bleed. Especially as whenever you see him later on, in, you know, in his TNA run, and it's kind of like throwaway matches that really didn't matter, and he was bleeding and bleeding like a stuffed pig, yeah. as Jr. would say. And it's just kind of so unnecessary. Yeah, totally. You know? But uh, yes, needless to say, Bob Orton was. Nowhere to be seen. Wiped that. from the annuals <laughs> after that. Um, he it's alright, he was inducted in the Hall of Fame that year anyway, so. Uh, <laughs> he got his hoorah. He got his hoorah. What for was Miz? <laughs> hoorah! But yeah, it was, it was a good match altogether. Anyway. Yeah. yeah. That's what matters. I think that's Undertaker just showing, you know, like, especially with three years prior him having the Hell in a Cell match with Brock mm. and just how good that was. Yeah. So that was the year 2005. Yeah, so how long did we talk about 2005 for? R40. Dear Lord. How would you sum up 2005 in general now? Meh. Yeah. Bar some very, very good matches. Like, so, you know, you had, you had some really good headline matches. matches in there. You know, Shawn Michaels had some amazing matches with you know Hulk Hogan, Kurt Angle, etc. He had the rise of Cena and Batista. Yeah, that yeah. they were good. But um, otherwise, he had the fall of Vince. Yeah, yeah, and you had some good Eddie Guerrero matches with Ray. Yeah. Um, and you obviously had the Eddie Guerrero death, which put a bit of a, a major point on the year as well. And yeah. he won a tag title. He won a tag title. Um, that's his highlight for the that's year. That's a highlight, but. Generally, I think they were going through the motions that year. Yes. In many ways, I think a lot of the single brand pay-per-views kind of killed the excitement. I think that I don't think SmackDown had enough headliners to really make it interesting. I you think know, that happens brand. for the next two years. Yeah, though, that's, that's why as we know that the next year, Batista and John do a switcheroo. Yeah. So they do because Cena was still SmackDown at that stage. But. Yes, I'd say. No, I'd say not go to Raw in two thousand five. Was it 05 or was it oh six? I think. I think it was 05, 05 because was it? Don't, don't forget Batista it was really on. that long ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's been on Raw a long time. Now. Sure, Batista, Batista. Batista sure faced JBL in some of these events. No, because I don't know why I thought that they were on their respective shows for a period of time after they won the title and then they swapped, but. They did a draft pretty soon after Mania, and then yeah, that's I, I didn't that think was, it was so soon, but yeah, that was whenever. Batista wasn't drafted and he was still on Raw. Yes, because he was deciding and Triple H was hoping he would have no, 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 no. Was before no, he went for the title. No, this was once he once he was a champ and he was a champ and Cena was, was a champ, the draft happened and Cena ended up yeah. on Raw. But then because SmackDown didn't have a champion, then Teddy Long said he got him and then he drafted three people over there. Oh, like, so right it's kind of you know like a bargain thing because. Yeah, yeah. But was there not something with Batista being able to choose? That was that was, before, he was going to sign. That, was, that was before he won World Heavyweight Title. That was at the Rumble. Triple H, Triple H, won the Rumble. Oh, Triple H was yes, trying to convince him to go yes. for the other title uh, yeah. so that Evolution could run the WWE. Because yeah. no, that's when they're really standing like that, and Batista has the clipboard and stand for SmackDown. Wrecker like this, and then he goes like this, and then he does the thumbs down thing, and then he down and flares. That's right. Flares like that, and then his mouth like. Yeah, and then he gets power bombed through the table. Yeah, I remember yeah. that. That was a good segment. It was. Yeah. I enjoyed Triple H and Batista. Oh, it was. They were. They were good together. It so. was. Um, 
Anything else we want to talk about? Nothing in particular? No, can't really think of anything else. 2005 is. Yeah, we've probably flapped our gums for long enough. Flapped the gums. <laughs> Shall we give everybody our Twitter accounts and stuff like that? Nah, you go first then. No, I'll let the guests go first. Chris, you go first. So what am I plugging here? Your well, Twitter, you your YouTube, whatever um, you want to plug. YouTube is Mr. Big Red 1990 um, which of course you guys would recommend checking out, yes? If you're a keen yes. fan, sure. <laughs> whenever you do a video. Uh, whenever I do a video, yes. I'm just a normal <laughs> person who every now and then decides to make a video so if you're a fan of that kind of stuff um, check out Mr. Big Red 1990 and then Twitter is at Hill 90 So... Yeah, give me a follow and we'll have a chat now. Let's <laughs> <laughs> come have a chat. Uh. <laughs> so that's especially if you're a lady. If you're a guy, you can go stuff yourself. <laughs> you, go next um, you can follow me on Twitter at Alan G W Price. It's also Alan G W Price on YouTube. See how simple that is. Whenever that's he nice. does a video, <laughs> I do a video every week. Have you done one for this? <laughs> yes. Thank, thank you for that. Have you done a raw review? Not this raw, because it was only last night. No, sure, he did, he did a raw review, and then once we went to WrestleMania, then he didn't do a video for ages, and yeah. then he did a WrestleMania I did a couple of review. weeks, dude. I released the slideshow and stuff like that. So no, that's not argue. playable on mobile devices. <laughs> Don't forget your alter ego account. <laughs> <laughs> the Fandango guy. <laughs> or if you're a great Cali, uh, Vandango guy. Yeah, but don't try and spell that on Twitter. So, at the Fandango guy, go and follow him. He is like my alter ego, twin cousin sort of fellow. He's far twin, more entertaining than Alan G.W. Price. He might actually have more followers than Alan does. No, I have over 300. Ooh, it's or, close to, or close to 300 at least. Twitter anyway. followers. But tell them all to go and follow Fandango guy. Nobody listened to me. No okay. Nobody loves me. Yeah, so you can follow me on Twitter at Vinto316 and at YouTube is Vintomania. So, uh, drop what me, are you drop, at? You can drop me emails as well at alanprice at operationretroshop.co.uk. He don't have one because he's not paying money. I just have Vinto316 at gmail.com. It's so unprofessional, isn't it? It is so unprofessional. <laughs> so send emails to me, not to Alan. I'll also give my phone number here as well if you want to text me anytime. It's 0897. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yes, and if you want to follow the show on uh, Twitter, it's at Retroshock316 and at WrestleShock316. Oh, don't forget. Uh, NIWC that occasionally yeah, it's, does videos it's, it's now at the NIWC because I give it a rebrand yes yeah, so that. and every now and then we do videos on that channel as well last, last one we did was a month ago before we went away so what was that for was that our predictions for chamber no, was that was or the, no the mania one that was yeah. the mania so we'll probably record a video when for we're extreme preparing rules, for extreme perhaps. rules yeah. so uh, you can keep an eye out for that one as well yeah, so that's going to do it for us. So thank you, Chris. Thank you for letting me be a part of this. Yeah, and thank you, Alan. Cheers, love. Yeah, so um, yeah, make sure you stay tuned to Operation Retroshock Twitter feed. Um, could be some podcasts popping up soon. So thank you for listening and so long. Say bye. 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 <laughs>
Sudbury. 